Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, what was that? What are we doing? Go on, go on, go on. It sounds like something you find in your penis. Yeah. start i'm not starting that's the best part of the song do you want to start well well hey there hi there and how diddly do da shake your tatas do you do there ladies it's us it's it is we i guess is the (laughs) it it is is we we. the royal we 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 are a bunch of crazy ladies coming to you live uh, from somewheres we got madge weinstein probably uh fisting herself as we speak Mm, yeah this fucking chad greenwald don't fucking message me when i'm on trying to record a goddamn show this queen does it every fucking time hi how are you (laughs) yeastradio.com Oh, okay. Anger is a good way to start. Oh, I'm, I'm very no excited idea. about that. Yeah. And then on the other side, we've got someone who is probably getting fisted in the other end. <laughs> what? Miss oh, <laughs> Reagan Fox. Oh, I do not do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's discu- It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Well, Matt- well, 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 well. I don't know. Somebody, everybody's got AIDS in uh, on the West Coast, I think, according to news reports. What? Um, what? What the, news report? The porn, the uh, uh, porn what you, industry. What do you mean? Crystal Meth Weekly? I'm sorry, no, I don't the, read that publication. Variety. Meth Apparently, variety. all the porn stars have the AIDS now. I mean all of them. And are you talking oh, straight yeah, or gay? I heard Rod Daly does, and I... I mean, I don't know him from the gym, but we, go, we went oh. to the same gym for a bit. Is this a straight or gay? Does that mean you have He's sex? Gay. No, I don't know no, what that means. No, 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 no. I feel no. like it's code. We went no. to the same gym. No, is, no, no. I don't mean that in the way that like another person who used to be one of our co-hosts goes to the gym low self-esteem room and allegedly <laughs> sometimes things can get out of hand. Is Cheryl Murkowski, Andy Vera Charles, exactly. <laughs> Andy Vera Charles, yeah, Andy Vera. exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Reagan, who is this? Is this a gay porn star? Straight? What? Well, I think there was a there was a he- there was a homosexual, but there's uh-huh. also a heterosexual. Uh-huh. Well, there's it started with uh-huh. a woman in porn, oh. and then the woman in porn, the guy I'm talking about, is gay, but he does both gay and straight porn. Uh huh. Well, that's good for him. 
Yeah. But then I read what the article that I read today was that there is a fourth porn star who's going to come out with the AIDS. Oh, and I like there's only four. Wee wee wee. So did the um, did the does the does this Rod have his gay sex with condoms or no? I assume his straight sex is is bareback, but is his gay sex bareback in the middle? Phase? I I don't know uh-huh. because I'm not. Okay. I really don't follow his work. Right, it's not macho fucker. I know, honey. I, know. I have a macho <laughs> fucker. Do you in your experience match with porn uh, stars? Poo? Is there a, is there a lot of diseases? Yes. Any other questions? No. There's a lot of, <laughs> we actually the Coco Dorm just started. I'm very pleased about this because I wanted this to happen. They started doing a rapid HIV tests internally. Oh, good. Yeah. I have a question about the Coco Dorm. Yeah. Uh, well, first I want to say good show by the Prince and Mad Saint. Saint carried himself like his sex slave. All what right. went so wrong between them? All right. I'll relay that message as best as I can to the... And then the other one I have is... um, Okay. Hi, I've been subscribed for a little under a year. Great site, but I'm afraid I'll have to cut my subscription. Reason being, too few new material coming in. I don't want to micromanage a business that isn't mine, but I'll probably resubscribe if you feature more tops that are able to come. (laughs) It's so simple a thing, but so few and far apart. Even in the case of models, Deshaun Bentley, that ass, where the cum shot was missed, it was still a success because the top didn't need to jerk off at the end. Boring. Right. Do that and you'll be rolling in my dough. (laughs) Thanks and God tidings. Is this your boyfriend that sent this letter? No, this is something that Madge sent to me from the feedback for the Coco Dorm. Oh, I I thought you had sent it. Wanda Wanda Wisdom sent it to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wanda. Oh, Wanda sent it to me. Mm -hmm. She did. I ain't never seen no cocoa dorm. No. I seen some cocoa crispies. She got a hold of some contrabanded material, some insider information, and read it, and sent it to Reagan Fox and Cheryl Mikowski. And yes, wore it to filth. She did. She did. I'm very excited that Serena Williams won her 17th Grand Slam what? today. Oh my God, she's incredible! My friend Shashaldin has four hundred had four hundred fifty dollars tickets to the U.S. Open vagina. Did she go? Yes, she went. She's really into tennis. Uh, did she? I go guess to finals? I don't. I probably. I don't know. She, I don't understand tennis. Why is it? interesting at all i guess i don't understand any sport watching it on the tv it doesn't have make you sense ever have you ever watched tennis before i mean i've seen a game of tennis but i've never like sat and actually watched the entire thing have you ever listened to your own program <laughs> yes <laughs> well do you, you have fast <laughs> garbage in your car <laughs> no ffgs no, no, no. i have to tell you i met i had a one i had a very interesting evening last night i taped a performance of david Surtis the birds and it was special because there were 
Tippi Hedren was, of course, the guest of honor, and she did a walk on the actual Tippi Hedren. Oh, my God. And so I got to meet her, and she was wearing a little lit-up, one of those little light You got to meet Tippi Hedren? I did, yes. I did meet her. And um, you know who else was in the audience? And you got to realize, this is about 70 seats. This is a tight space. Not only was Tabitha from Bewitched there, like the actual Tabitha, but Christy McNichol and her brother Jimmy were there, too. In the audience. What is, what is Tabitha from... Uh, well, I love Christy McNichol. You like Christy Meth? What? A Christy <laughs> Meth Nickel. Yeah. The, I, I loved... Do you remember the pirate movie? No. Oh, from the 80s before Christy McNichol came out of the closet and went a little wacko. She did this <laughs> thing with a guy from Blue Lagoon called The Pirate Movie. It was fantastic. Oh. Oh, it was a no. musical. I bet I and it was him. loaded with sexual innuendo. Oh. There's a song called Pumping and Blowing. And oh. yeah, yeah, it was great. It was with Christy McNichol. No. Christy McNichol. I didn't know that. You know, she. I just know her buddy from The Family Guy. And that <laughs> was the other thing. What was Jimmy McNichol in, though? He was famous, too, right? Her buddy? I don't know. I think he did stuff. Why I don't do you know. know. I just can't get over the fact that you got to see Tippy Hedren. Oh, my God. Yeah? Yeah, sure did. That's kind of a big deal. It is. Well, you know, she does this. Uh, she's a big fan of David's. Every every time he's put on the birds, she's come over to see it. And he does a benefit for her, her Roar Foundation, which is this, you know, her cause. Big cats. Her cause is, yes, saving the big cats and... Um, uh, yeah. So Was she, Melanie Griffith there? Probably. I mean, I didn't know. I I can't recognize these people. To me, like, Joe, I, I get mixed up. Joe Facts Alive and Christian McNichol, I can't tell the goddamn difference. I, I can tell you Tootie wasn't there. That I can tell you for sure. <laughs> Racist. Gals. <laughs> but that was exciting anyway. I'm really happy about it. I got to do Did that. Did you get her autograph? Do I, people do that anymore? You know, I got her autograph for a friend because I don't collect autographs. I don't take pictures with celebrities. I don't do any of that. But she really, with this friend of mine from school, she really wanted me to, to get it. And I said, can I, can I get an autograph? She says, for who? She talks just like the bird still, although she still is kind of a, a raspy older person. But who's it for? It's for my friend Maria. Oh, who is she? She's a friend of mine. Oh, she loves Ooh. you. Oh. I would have been I ha- peeing my panties. I would have shit I right have- on the floor. You could probably get her on your program if you want. She's very, um, you know, reaches alive. Breaking news yeah. from the New York Times. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh. Okay, sit down. And it's Apple related. Uh oh. Oh. This is big. Apple is set to announce two iPhones. <laughs> 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 this is breaking, Meshuga. Breaking news. I what love ev- uh, well, just every day of this summer, I go to Yahoo News, and that is one of the top stories. It's oh, app, we're just news just yeah. in. Apple is going to release a 5S oh and a 5C. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just 5C so, is for cheap, right? Can't. Yes. Mm-hmm. Five can't. You know. It's shameless how they're going after the the blown market. I don't like it. They're releasing a golden phone. <laughs> and uh, but you know what the thing is, I'm really upset with Apple. I wrote a long blog post about them. They're they're just, you know, I I don't want to get on this bandwagon about Steve Jobs because Steve Jobs made a lot of mistakes himself. 
But this is fucking bullshit. The way they're running the company is retarded. Like, they had this whole... Remember the fiasco when they released the iPhone 5 or the iOS 6? Remember mm-hmm. that fiasco because the maps were so awful? Oh, yeah. Even though they had the whole summer to figure out the mess... And the developers who were were testing it said nothing because they don't care. They're just developing. And so what happens a year later? They're getting ready to release it. They have iOS 7. I'm using the beta. I think you are too, Regan. The maps are just as shitty as they were a year ago. God, they're really bad. They're crap. And the whole thing's going to happen again. And Apple's going to be like, oh, Wii U. Oh, Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Okay, I have a, I have a dumb question because, you know, I don't know anything, right? Uh-huh. But I just got my first iPhone uh, earlier this year because oh, the T-Mobile. Oh, <laughs> The T-Mobile has the iPhone. Right. Um, So I haven't really had any problem with the maps. Do I just not use them very often? Yeah, just give it it time. You know, the thing is, too, is this is what gets me the most. You know how, like, Samsung has been, you know, attacking uh, Apple in their ads as kind of like saying Apple is the phone for the, you know, the older people, you know, the post-Starbucks generation, you know, the, like... The, you know, they're basically saying young hip people use Samsung. So Apple has Apple Maps. It doesn't even have bicycle directions. And that really pisses me off. So Apple thinks they're green and everything. They have a map function that doesn't even have bicycle directions. Google's had this for years. And you can't get it. The Google Maps app for goddamn Apple doesn't have goddamn bicycle directions. You can't fucking get them. You got to get a goddamn Android if you want to ride your fucking bicycle. And it's bullshit. So they're trying to be... Apple's just... They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have a big douche... Not douche. A big dweeb running the company. And he's just like an accountant. There's no soul. Where's the soul? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because you felt like with Steve Jobs, his heart and soul was invested in all of this. It wasn't about the bottom line for him. It was about the product that he was making. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, to Uh shift on to a more serious topic, do you think the one that we... Um, Can we talk a little bit about Syria, which is a topic that we have not discussed on Let's this not, show. I think we did discuss it last time, didn't we? Didn't you we say did? you were having problems with Syria earlier today, man? Oh, I was having problems with Lexapro, and I think, man, I think so is Reagan, folks. You know, I stopped taking the goddamn Lexapro because of what it does to my memory, and I still can't remember any goddamn Oh, yeah, thing. that happens to me on Alexa. Yeah, I'll be in the middle of saying something. Ugh. The only thing I'm good at doing is my lectures because I've done them for so many years now that even if I forget what I was saying, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I wish they would give Siri a new voice. Oh, not oh. Siri. Siri, yeah. Siri doesn't know anything. She okay. just sucks, and she's worse than iOS 7, too. Siri, never know. <laughs> Will you please try it again? Will you please try it again? I can't connect now. And every time she says that, she has a full connection. There's no reason for it. I hate Siri, and I hope we bomb her. <laughs> Uh, have we really? Did we really discuss Syria last week? I don't remember talking about it was that. Two I really think so. Yes. Well, yeah, we didn't so discuss anything last week. Last. So or well, the week before last. Yeah, yeah we did discuss it, but it, yeah, we did. But what I think we, we weren't as close to. But I don't fucking know. How the fuck should I know? Well, we're gonna, I mean, we're all tranmas. Let mean, me. That, that, yeah, that's the truth of it. So we're just going to repeat the conversation if we haven't. And my feelings about it are evolving. I'm very okay. conflicted about it. So let me give a okay. little bit of a history lesson for the people who um, 
who aren't aware of what's happening in Syria or maybe just heard it on the news or whatever the case may be. Life cereal is supposed to be good for you. Mm. Okay, see you. Um, In Syria, there is a civil war going on right now. And the the Syrian... (laughs) Civil rights! Civil rights! So, um, basically, from what I can understand about the geopolitics um, of the Middle East, a lot of Middle Eastern countries, um, is that there are... um, are, there are sectarian politics, and what will happen is the majority, the ruler will not be from the majority of the population. Right. So countries will go in like Russia, or you know, you know, a major superpower will come in and arm a, a minority group and put them in power and give them, you know, like they arm them up, and yeah. then. Um, so I guess this has been going on for quite some time in Syria, and Assad, who's the current leader, his father, um, whenever rebels would you know, try to instigate a civil war, he would just bomb them and be done with it. So the son is using the same type of uh, bullying tactics and really genocidal tactics. How long, I didn't realize it was a father and son gig. I always thought it was just one Assad. When, how long has this one been in power? I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Huh. I didn't so know he's he's yet. trying to do this, and and he's been using chemical weapons yeah. on his on his own people, and mind you, they're rebels. But when I hear rebel in the news, I always think of somebody. I, I don't necessarily think of somebody who's doing something good. And right. I think in this right. case, when you have a leader from a minority party yeah. who is a dictator and. Mm-hmm. And doing bad stuff to the people. So yeah. it's become this like vicious cycle. And there is, I guess, according to the Geneva Convention, it's a big no-no to use chemical weapons, um, especially on your own people. Right. <laughs> and so the U.S. has intelligence now that he has been doing this to his own people for about a year. So the reason why Obama wants to go in and bomb Syria is it's kind of symbolic. Like you can't, you can't do this without there being any repercussions. But the flip side of it is, is that the UN never does anything because the U S keeps intervening. And if we know, if we as a country don't force the UN's hand, Well, yeah, we're not doing anything at the U.N., though, because there's absolutely like the U.N. is broken. Like it doesn't work because the way it's set up, you have Russia and China that have the ability to veto everything. And so the U.S. knows that they're not going to. And everybody hates Israel and everybody hates America. The end of the U.N. So basically they're like, all right, well, we can't get anything done at the U.N., so it's pointless to even go there and then, you know, make a case and then it fails and then we look like we can't get anything done and then it's a circular clusterfuck. But let me ax you, Reagan, and I am too conflicted, so I'm only asking as a devil's (laughs) galbricate, but um, when you you say we have intelligence, you say it as if it's fact. Now, how do you know that that intelligence that the Obama administration is in, is factual, that it's real. I mean, we've certainly been led into war on evidence before that was right. turned out to be fake. Right, right, right. Um, in this case, I don't think it's the same as weapons of mass destruction. I, I think that, I mean, 
I obviously have not personally seen and um, the evidence and whenever it gets reported on, it's allegedly yeah. that he's been, you, you know, using chemical weapons. Well, on his chemical own weapons but are I th- weapons I, of I, mass I do destruction. Think that most, I, I don't think that um, whether or not he's been doing it is really up for debate. Okay. Um, I think that the world community, the global community, is pretty much in agreement that this is what is okay. going on. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah. But, and then, so... Well, see, today- this is this is what pisses me off about what George Bush did, because now he's sown this entire sort of seed, and which is like a generation of doubt. Right. And, you know, sort right. of skepticism on anything that yeah. our government wants to do, even if it was legitimate, yeah, even if it, everything that you course, know, the but government it's not is saying just, is... It's not just Bush. This is not a partisan thing. I used to think it was. But look at what Obama's done with spying on right. us and our civil rights. No, no, no. But my point is simply civil that rights. because of the things that happened in Iraq, you have, you yeah. know, the American public, you have an entire right. generation that will be skeptical of anything. And, right. you know, a certain level of skepticism is not a bad thing, but right. I do feel like there's this entire wave of isolationism that uh-huh. sort of knows no uh, political ideology. Both liberals and conservatives are, you know, liberals are using um, weapons of mass destruction. Iraq as sort of their excuse for not wanting to do anything. And then conservatives are using the whole, well, it's not our problem, even though, you know, when it was in Iraq, it was our problem. Uh-huh. And, and, right. and fundamentally, and it just an- allows people the excuse of putting their head in the sand as if they are not part of the world that we live in. Well, I prefer right. to put my head in Cheryl Murkowski's prolapse. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, Wanda. That's that pretty much <laughs> is a chemical weapon. <laughs> Weapons of lapse destruction. New album. Of lapse destruction. Yeah, I, it, it's. I feel well, very conflicted about it, and I was saying to Zach um, no. earlier today that. I I I wish that the United States would be more isolationist on issues. And he said, "Yeah, but look what that got us with the Nazi Germany is, and all of the people who died." And yes, and I I see the point in that. And I did not understand the rationale of going into Iraq. I just I didn't agree with it. But when I hear well, what's happening in Syria, I do see the logic behind that. But to Wanda's point, with what we've with the weapons of mass destruction lie, and let's call it what it was, it, it really diminishes the case that somebody like Obama can bring to going into Syria and but, bombing. But I don't think it's fair to blame it all on Bush. I really don't. Because what we've seen recently with this, with all of the uh, spying that's been going on and, and the 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 continued spying and, and just the fact that and now they've shown recently these more snowden papers have come out showing that not only have has the government's been spying on us but they've been working since 2000 since before 911 to to create these back doors into all the big service providers and encryption schemes so even if you think something's secure because you have a million passwords it's not and you know, and I think that that's not directly related to WMD, but it's directly related to not trusting your government and not believing your uh, government. But I feel like there's a difference between being skeptical and just being, you know, um, wrong conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I mean, there's a, you know, like there's a duty as an American citizen to hold your government accountable for the duty. decisions that it makes. 
a duty, a yeah. big, dirty, disgusting, foul duty yeah. to sort of uh, pay attention to what's going on. But there's a difference between like throwing up your hands and going, well, they screwed it up. We can't trust them. There's nothing we can do. They're right. all screwing. Right. Well, it's just a factor. And I agree with you that, yes, you can't just say, well, the government's wrong. So we can never listen to them and do anything for anything. And just we should just, you know, close. But. Um, but the thing is, I've been following Syria for a couple of years because uh, this shit's been going on for a while. This this Assad is a real motherfucking asshole. The only reason he's still in power is because of Russia. And um, Russia has allowed this to happen. Russia supports this guy. He is a mass murderer. And this, you know, it would have fallen just like just like all the other leaders, you know, during the Arab Spring. He would have just fallen like a piece of shit, uh, whatever, metaphor or something. He would have. He wouldn't have lasted more than a couple months of all these of all this violence. If it wasn't for the fact that Russia has his has his back. Yeah, they, I mean they send him arms. Yes. I mean they're basically the ones that have but, armed the and, regime. But Hold along on. with that, Russia delims people and sends him arms. What a freak! <laughs> Who? Yes, not Rush Limbaugh. Oh my oh, God! It's oh like, no! What are you talking about? Alice in Wonderland. The thing <laughs> of it is, well, that's because you're on the drugs again. And this is, Reagan was right, I guess. <laughs> the thing is, people, that there's this is such a complex issue, and I don't see well, how you can not like be longer, I mean, this is like one of those weird things where I end up feeling like we should have done something really fast, really strong, really early. Well, absolutely, we should have. But the thing is, what we're because of Russia's stance on this and China's backing of it too is this is a this is a situation where we could have a proxy war. I mean, this is very similar. You know, this could be the new Cold War that all the you know. That everybody's been waiting for because it's right. a big money maker. I mean, conspiracy theory or not, war is a big money maker. And um, you know, well, Putin and Obama. If you want to get all conspiracy theorists, oh, Putin and Obama had a nice quiet chat with one another for about twenty minutes at the um, on grinder. Yes, <laughs> using the maps app on the iPhone. See, that was pretty good. No, but I think they they were allegedly talking privately about yeah. you know I'm sure. Um, well, okay, here's the, what you're going to do. I have no doubt in my mind, and I don't trust the government. I don't trust it, but I do. I do happen to believe, based on my own knowledge, that yeah, this motherfucker used chemical weapons on his own people. I do believe that, based on everything I've read about him and seen about him in the past two years or so. The guy's a motherfucker. He's a fucking mass murderer. He kills. He kills. But children. the scary thing but now what, is but, like if the people that are fighting him yeah. are this weird conglomeration of yeah. You know, it's not just like these freedom fighters who you want to send a bunch of arms to because yeah. you've got them. You've got Al Qaeda. You know, Al Qaeda. Yeah, and so if shit hits the fan, yeah. it's almost like well, if you took the structure out. And that's the know, rest you, of the argument or, or the rest of the discussion, because, yeah, OK, so assuming that it's true that there are weapons of mass destruction, blah, 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 justified war and all that crap. How do what are we going to do? What's the plan and how do we know that it's going to work? What is what is the point? It's you know, right now, how it's do just, we how do we know that we're right, going to not kill right more people just, in a war than it's he's killing? Just to do targeted missile attacks yeah. in Syria, and and I guess this is maybe where my biggest problem lies. Um, precisely in that point, it's kind of like it, if we're going to say there is a problem with what he's doing to his own people, then it's all or nothing. <laughs> I don't think that you can go and drop twenty bombs. 
on Syria and say, okay, well, you know, we came, we saw, we bombed, and the end. It's it's well, all yeah, or and nothing. They're, they're and and we, would be go, we would be going in with absolutely no allies. I mean, I just think yes. this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's this essentially is, this that is we it. can't get the mobile targets. We can't get can't the get things that they actually use to to yeah. bomb people with chemical weapons. So they would need to be other targets that would not be the chemical weapons. So essentially, we're going to drop a few bombs. That's not going to do anything. So essentially, then we're going to own it. And then it's it's like that. Then I struggle with that whole notion of like, why do we feel it? Like, I, I don't want to be an isolationist. But at the same time, why do we feel like we're the ones that need to do something about it? Right. I think that it, I think that it's good that we're all conflicted because in this particular discussion, I just don't trust anyone's opinion who isn't conflicted because it is such a complicated mess because of all these different um, situations. It's a fucking mess. You know, yeah, I, I don't, don't fucking like, know. I don't, I don't, like don't know if it's the right thing to do to fucking bomb them with it. I hate these drones though, and the drones create more enemies for the United States. You know, these people, they don't like being bummed. The targeted strikes often kill children and families. That's the fact. They call them targeted. And what Obama says in his speeches is that it only gets targets, you know, military targets. That's just not true. There is loads and loads of evidence that families die in these things. And they get, when you kill people, they get mad. Their relatives get mad. When you kill a mother and her little kids from a drone because you don't want to waste your own lives of young men because you'd rather waste, because the lives of your soldiers are more important than civilians in another country. Well, that has rapid that, repercussions. Think about for a minute, if you're those people, and, well, planes fly into your country right. and w- at will blow people up. I mean, it's just so... Fuck we that. as Americans would not stand for it. I'm yeah. not sure why we're comfortable I, I think with it's a diplomatic it issue. The more I think about it, I think it's a diplomatic issue. This issue is really... Because of, I mean, this is something that Russia has to deal with. Russia needs to stop backing them. They're the ones that are behind this. And if we go to war with them, we're going. If we go to war with Syria, we're going to war with Russia. We've got a proxy war. It's going to be even messier. Putin is kind of nuts, as you can see with what he's doing to gay people. He's fucking crazy, you know. And um, do you think that we could get him as a guest? co-host on eat this hot show um, yes absolutely <laughs> yes <Next week. laughs> we promise yeah, I, that he can fight a bear <sighs> i oh, oh then we now we have to find a bear a bird oh, that's a gonna bird. be hard i can ask tippy oh, hedron for a tiger <laughs> a fat hairy I, gay man i don't like the trend of the united states going into war with countries that have not attacked us i agree or and uh, uh, even like if you take world war ii for an example it's not like Germany attacked us, but after uh, Pearl Harbor, at least it gave us cause to enter into the conflict. And now, and for quite a while, the United States, kind of like as an unwritten rule, would not enter war until well. And we keep losing our wars. We keep losing them. I know. I mean, we pretty much since 1950, and that's partially, I think, the responsibility of having this military industrial complexes since the 1950s we've had to come up with i mean you know whether it's korea and then vietnam and then all of southeast asia laos i mean we were but but look at the tv shows and the movies we get we got mash that was a wonderful show we had uh apocalypse now with martlin brando when he got apocalypse i mean some um, the deer hunter that was like meryl streep's first big break we've had a lot of great movies come out of this okay Move aids and television pilgrims. 
I mean, yeah, I think it's kind of hot. So, but now it'll probably be reality TV. You know what I mean? Like America's. Uh, I think we should fight wars with reality television shows. I think we do. No, if you want to see war, I mean, I've I have finally thrown in the towel with posting. Well, like wheel the wheel the the finale for Big Brother is coming up, and it cannot come fast enough. That's what she said. Um, Right, but. Because now the, there's know, right. a segment of the fan population who all they do is watch the 24-hour live feed of that show. And I think in order to do that, you have to be a little disconnected from reality, right? Yeah, it's like uh, you're not yeah. living your life. And so what they do is they will spend their entire summer complaining about people in the Big Brother house who for complaining about one another. Well, the difference is, is that here you have 15 people who are locked in a house together for three months trying to win $50,000. They're each other's only form of entertainment. What's their excuse yeah, no for complaining shit. about these people? You know what I mean? And yeah, so now huh? there's a gay guy in the house yeah. named Andy who is a um, speech teacher um, at college, like public speaking at College of DuPage, and they've all decided they don't like him. You know, his crimes haven't been any worse than anybody else this season, but they've all jumped on the wagon where they hate this guy. You mean guy. the fans? Huh? You about the fans or the house? The fans have, yeah, the super yeah. fans. So it's gotten to the point now, and this really makes my blood boil, where people are going on Twitter, they're posting the phone number of his employer and encouraging people oh, to call to get him fired for stuff that he's saying not even on the television show, but on the set of the television show where he's being filmed 24 hours a day. And I just wow. like, it's gone. So I've written a few blog entries uh, over this last week trying to put everything into perspective, you know, because they dislike the Sandy guy more than they dislike the three racists in the house. They dislike him more than the guy who was touting the benefits of the Holocaust. They like him, or they dislike him more than the one who said that they were, we're going to rape one of the favorite female contestants on the show. And to me, I'm sorry, but I do think that homophobia plays a hand in that. Not to say that if you dislike Andy, the only reason why you dislike him is because you're homophobic, but there does seem to be a double standard when people have said things that are infinitely worse than what he has said and to fixate on him. And if you go into the polls that they do where they rank all their house guests, he's dead last underneath all these people who have done really terrible things. And so of course people started attacking me for defending him. And it just, I finally today, this morning I was like, I am not checking messages people send me on twitter like you know when you click on the at symbol Your twitter sheet. I'm, not, I'm not doing that until after this season of big brother is over because it's really it's too much i and mean you watched, have you watched uh, celebrity big brother uk at all <laughs> i know i have not do because you courtney courtney stodden is on it she is not who is that Oh my God, she's my favorite. She's she the Downtown child bride who married Doug Hutchison, the fifty-year-old. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, she's, she's fantastic. She looks. She's. I don't even know how to describe her. She's fabulous, but she has big breasts and blonde oh my hair. God, you nuts. Yes. What and has she done? Do people like her? I want all the goods. Um, well, over there, because most of the people in Celebrity Big Brother UK are like sort of D-list celebrities in their own right over there. And I don't I don't know half of them, but they 
are completely annoyed by her for the most part. Um, but she's on with Screech from Saved by the Bell. Dustin, what's his name? Diamond. Yes. Uh, who is actually quite unenjoyable to watch. Oh, he's horrible. He's ugly. Um, he's ugly. And he has a horrible personality. And he's just kind of a slump. <laughs> he's he's yeah. just kind of the person who sits there and he doesn't really do anything. Anyway, um, I just, I don't know. I like that there's not as much, because it's very uncomplicated yeah. over there. They don't have as much game playing as they do uh, the, the American version. I've not watched a lot of big Scrotum, why? Right here. You're Skyping so out. So I don't really. You're Skyping really out. The Skyping out, big brother. But from what I've been told. You're a whore? <laughs> <laughs> She's on Crystal Meth. This is how, she's, this is how she hears the world. Uh, like, you know, when we say, you're, like, if we hear somebody <laughs> Skyping out, we're like, you're Skyping out. That's how Wanda normally hears things. Did I just Skype out? You did. Yeah. And I called you a whore. Because I heard nothing, and I thought, well, that was a real interesting story. Did you hear me call you a whore? No. Oh, good. Anyway. Well, the thing of it is, Reagan, you can't have it both ways. That Those super fans, I mean, they're behind the show. They're part of the reason why it's been on for 15 years or whatever the fuck it is. you know. And this right. controversy is what keeps people watching the crap. I was just watching on the Smithsonian Channel on the Apple TV yesterday. They did a show, a show about um, Star Trek and about how it became this cult phenomenon. You know, it, it only ran for three years. And the only reason it got a third season is because these super fans, two in particular, just went ravenous to the studio and basically beat them over the head and said, you're going to keep this fucking show on the air. And it's the same reason why <laughs> well, no, uh, it became no, a cult sensation. I think that's good super fandom. I just don't like when people start trying to sabotage people's real life. Because who you are in that... I, I don't think that fans really get what it's like to be put on a soundstage where you have... You know, like when you're on stage and you have bright lights on you? Yeah. It's like even brighter than theater lights. Uh-huh. For... Th- I mean, this season is nearly four months long where you're undergoing literal forms of torture and the forms of taking really right. cold showers and um, when you have to be a have-not and eat slop. You know, the have-nots have to sleep on airplane seats for a full week whenever there are have not i mean it's it's i mean we laugh and it's funny to watch but it it, it is i don't i don't think it's funny really to watch i think it's sad you. to watch the and, only reason i watch is because you talk, were on it you can't talk to anybody who you love you can't write anything down you yes. can't read anything there's no form of entertainment all you have is one another and you go stir crazy i mean any so they're on there for how long there, it depends. Like, the people who are in the house right now, I mean, they're going on to month four in the house, I believe. So, and so four it, months for the prospect of maybe $50,000? No, 500000 Oh, I thought you said 50000 I thought And, and what, what gets me is, I mean, you've all had a cold before. I have flu, a cold right? now. It sucks. You, you know when you are in your apartment for three days and you start going... A Crazy. little loopy. You yeah. go, you get cabin fever. Yes. This is what those people have to, on the show have to deal with all the time. So I don't like the fact that, you know, if you are constantly spewing racist, misogynistic or homophobic stuff, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Because that's pretty much a reflection of who you are. But to assume that he can't perform his job correctly, to me, really gets me 
it, it, it makes me mad. Of course, it's horrible. But the thing is, this is the nature of the reality TV you love so much. This is what it's all about. This is why I don't per- choose to partake in it. It's a horrible, sick thing that, that just goes after the, the lowest common denominator. It, it creates uh, entertainment. At it's bread and circuses. You know, it's modern-day uh, Coliseum shit. It yeah. just takes the worst parts of humanity and sells it and makes it worse. It's, it's gross. I, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying, but the problem is everybody's opting in. Nobody's being forced to, put, to be in the house and nobody's being forced to watch it. <laughs> Excellent. So, well, there you have it. What else do we have this week? Another problem solved on Eat This Hot Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next, and we get are fucked. a family. I would like to talk about how much my life sucks right now. Speaking of like being oh, in a Big that Brother sounds house, uplifting. Please I'm in this share. fucking hundred hour a week grueling. Mm-hmm. It's called boot camp for developers learning how to fucking make money again, and it just fucking sucks so much ass. Because I'm in this class. I'm an olden woman. I'm in this class with these fucking millennials, and not just millennials, but these are fucking smart as fuck people. These are people like that went to MIT, Harvard. You know, like these are fucking smart people and they're struggling you know some of them are struggling but not like me but and and like i'm with these smart kids that think fast and i'm this tran grand you know and i just like it fucking (laughs) sucks and i sit there all day all night i still feel like i haven't learned a goddamn thing and i I think you should be more grateful fuck you no i think you should I think you need to tell me one thing you're very grateful for. I think you for. need a Xanax. <laughs> not, I do not. I okay, I do. Uh, I'm grateful for the fact that I have this wonderful show in which to vent once a week. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, have, I actually better, have but... to do a gratitude list that I actually send out every day, believe it or not. I just choose not to shit where I eat. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. Uh, what? Yum, yum. You should wear something um, else. You know, I was just going to reflect on, um, um, did I tell you guys? So, you, speaking of Big Brother, now. you know, uh, the Little my good friend, my, my male persona Little works lapsy. for radio station. Oh, yes. God, yes. you're going to be on The Amazing Race? Yes, I wish. Um, but, you know, last year they stuck us in a mall for three days. Oh, yes. <laughs> And uh, it was kind of like Big Brother mini experience, they, and I totally can imagine how hateful that experience would be. Are they going to put you in a months. deep fryer this year? What is? What are they going to do to you? No, this year we're going to Camp Ripley. Uh-huh. What's that? Um, it is basically a National Guard situation wow. where we're going to be embedded with the military oh, for, for three days. Sake. What military? Uh, the United States military. It's all for charity. But what it's do all they for... do in the United... The National Guard, what do they do? Don't they just sit around and drink coffee? What do they do? I, I don't... No, they're Wait actually fighting hurricanes. in Afghanistan. We're not going to Afghanistan, though, oh, so you'll be happy to know. It's too expensive, I know. Yes. But no, we're actually going to... It's, you know, we're going to be broadcasting there for three days. We're going to be sequestered in barracks. You, and this is nuts. Do. Why does an entertainment channel need to be at the fucking National Guard for three days? <laughs> oh, for charity. What's the no, charity? No, it's all, for, it's all for a great cause. Fine. What's the charity? Um, I don't have the name in front of me, but there are yeah. four military no, charities. You don't even know what the charity is, but you're going to sit in a goddamn National I Guard was, for three days. 
Well, I was just going to tell you that I'm going to get stuck in a box for four days, and I'm sure it'll be much like Big Brother, only not. Are you going to be in, just, what do they call that confinement with the water boards? What are they called? Yes, they're going to water. No, <laughs> I would pay for that shit. I would pay <laughs> to see Wanda Wisdom waterboard shower in a year. <laughs> Reagan, tell me you would not pay to see Wanda Wisdom waterboarded. I would love it. I would. I'd say put some Dawn soap in there too. I'm hoping to be a whack or something. You know, what is that, that what the ladies were in the military? Wax. Don't know. What is a whack? Women's Air Corps, I think, <laughs> from World War Two. <laughs> what did they do? Yeah. Uh, well, I think they, you know, saved the country from fascism. They fucked people. And they baked bread and did USO shows. I don't know. They provided relief. <laughs> oh, God, Wanda. I don't feel, I feel... I mean, I do feel sorry for you. That sounds awful. Well, no, it'll all be... I mean, it won't be awful because it'll be for, you know... It's yeah, but it's a military charity, though. Who cares? I have I have no interest in military charities. I'm not one of these people. Like, I, I don't feel any sympathy or empathy for the troops. I do. I do. I absolutely do. Because so I mean, and the same reason why, you know how we've had a conversation about um, the death penalty and how that is, there's a huge racial component and that I think that there's a huge class component in the military. That's true. And yeah, I I feel like we have have relied and put a lot of pressure and demanded a lot out of like the least among us to do the the dirty work that nobody else wants to do. Yeah, but the dirty work is murder. That's the problem. You know, it's like, I don't think there's enough questioning that goes on. I think people are just doing, I I don't know. It's not because the military is premised on a structure that, um, you know, their process of indoctrination is that you don't ask any questions and you do whatever you're ordered to do. I mean, it yeah. is a form of brainwashing. So yeah. you have these people who get sucked into the military because they don't have any viable life options in front of them. And then they get indoctrinated through this process, which is the antithesis of critical thinking. And yeah. so I, I do feel bad All for right. them. Well, fair enough. I'll allow you to feel bad. Okay, another problem solved. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two I'm wear, major I'm problem gonna, solved. I just hope you have plenty to eat, Wanda. What are you well, going to eat? Clearly, there? I'm going to store. Are they going to sure eat that freeze dried army shit? I hope so. My God, I would love I'm going to go on a clam. Dried, freeze dried chucky boobies. Oh, ladies. <laughs> Ooh, wee. Wee. Putin says that American apparel is. Putin. Now looking for transgendered models. Putin? Mm-hmm. What did you say? Putin? Putin. 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 Putin one, two, three says, What y'all be thinking about American apparel looking for tranny models? Are you serious? Yeah. I think it's great. What's what's to dislike? Well, I do too, but I will say, I don't know if you've ever noticed this before, and I feel like they've gotten well, criticism for this American apparel for um, being kind of sleazy with their advertising in a way in the way that they uh, portray women. Um, I feel like I've read some critical stuff on, you know, their ads are usually like ladies who look like they're ready to spread wide open. 
white ladies. The thing is, the only time I was ever in an American apparel store was with Reagan Fox. Like, oh, was, that's right. And you were extra, extra small or something. You're like, they I don't was. have the smallest. I was so excited they don't they have the smallest size, size at the time. It was my first time was to it, go into one before. Was it extra, extra small or was it extra small? Again? No, it was extra small. And yeah. even I, those just look so. It, ridiculous to me now and one of the great things about doing big brother is i wore all those tight t-shirts on yeah. big brother and then when i watched it back i got to see what an extra small looks like on a man in his mid-30s and i was like oh no i can't no more yeah done yeah 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 i've started <laughs> to wear mediums because i don't think it's right for someone to wear a small when they're six two <laughs> Are you 6'2"? Uh, what? Yes. Shut up. I did not know that you were that I'm tall. A, I'm a she's tall a, lady. She's a big gal. You didn't know so that? So when you, Wanda, when you are wearing heels, mm-hmm. like do you wear, tall. like, explain <laughs> that to me. Are they super I, big heels? Well, you know, it depends on the occasion. Um, you but I pay would less. say a nice, she a goes, pay less She goes to heel. the store with the Lord your ladies, if you know it. No, I, I can't even get shoes at Payless. I have to get them on, you know, uh, made special because I got such big feet. Where do you have? Si- what's your size? Uh, well, uh, in a ladies, it's usually a fourteen, fifteen. Oh Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Them some big on, feet. I have very, I have very wide feet. That's some big ass feet. I shop at the B. Arthur <laughs> Shoe Collective. I shop at Mods. Yeah, <laughs> Next time you're in Chicago, you should hit skyscraper heels. I bet they'll have your size. This is drag queen and stripper uh, store where they sell just for those two types of people. And the lady who works there is so funny. She is the meanest bitch. She is. She's like a dominatrix to the customer. She's like, you don't need those shoes, honey. You don't care. I, I've always loved that trannies and hookers kind of yeah. have crossover appeal. Well, the clothing is very similar. You know what we should talk about? We should talk about how Madge's former employer is, has stolen our idea for Eat This Hot I don't Show. Even want, you know, I don't, I, I'm debating whether or not we should even... Should we talk about it? I guess we should, right? We already did. Yeah, yeah. you know what? The thing is, it, w- it doesn't really make me that angry only because I know it'll be a complete failure because I know who's producing it. And it's not Kidney just my employer. Mm-hmm. And it's not just my employer. I mean, I helped start that company with them. You know, I mean, I... Who are you talking about? Whatever the company that uh, they used to be, Pod Show that changes. Oh, bite size. What are they doing? I don't know. Oh, you don't know this. You need to get on your face. I don't even. It makes me too upset to even talk about it. You can tell it, Reagan. Okay, so bite size entertainment. Which don't they always say that they have like millions of people who watch their shows? But then you go onto YouTube and it's like five people who've watched it. Well, because Cheryl spreads this terrible rumor that they buy traffic. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. Um, So they are basically doing an Eat This Hot Show, which is not Eat This Hot Show, with three drag queens. It's called Politics Uh, is a Drag. um, Who are the drag queens? Well, this is what... They're they're good drag queens. The one who is the the host, her name is Esther Goldberg. Oh, yeah. And, like, they just... Like, not only that, but... 
they put her in a situation where they even have her like do photographs that are just like photographs I've put out. Like she has a little dog and they show her with the dog. Like they're trying to market it and position it exactly in the same way as me and as us. And I would think I'm being paranoid except for the fact that I've been on the other side of that coin. And I remembered when they tried to get me to rip off shows when I was trying to do this stupid ass advice show with Callie Lewis. You know, the thing is Ron Bloom, who runs that company has absolutely no original ideas. He's been desperate to uh, oh i have a good story about this esther too i don't even know if i should tell it no, tell well, it. she's been i remember her all the way from the days of uh face or not facebook of myspace she is desperate to be famous yes. beyond desperation and if you want to know an example and this is i shouldn't tell you but i have this uh, perfect authority that somebody i know and I don't want you to try to guess who it is who who does a lot of stage plays. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, who could it be? Uh, shut up. Told me. Well, she sent me this person X. We'll say he or she sent me in. You know, Cheryl had posted this thing. Hey, Madge, why don't you apply to be her intern? Because Esther Goldberg and Pod Show or whatever the fuck it's called posted for a free position to help this mess out do her pilot show. <laughs> and by the way, one of the other drag queens. Um, is our good friend Lady Bunny, and that also, but that's and a the other note. one is Coco Peru, who yeah. I really like. Coco, oh Peru. wow, and I love Lady Bunny yeah. too. So it's makes it all the more, you know, nasty. But but the thing is, so so this person <laughs> told me, she said she saw him the thing. She said, "Do not go work for that person." I'm like, "It's a joke." Cheryl put that up there because you know it's hilarious. I wouldn't, you know, it's like. And I explained the story. She's like, you don't ever want to work for that person. That person is the most desperate, pathetic person I've ever met or talked to who's just desperate to be famous. We were, And this person told me we were going to do a Paul Lind variety show. And this Esther Goldberg person called us and told us we couldn't because she owns the rights to Paul Lind's name. Get me a break. Swear to you. That's true. Oh, well, that'll last about five minutes. Exactly. And see, that's why I'm just not really, I don't, you know. You know, it, here's the thing. Look, okay. we have been around since the beginning of time. Well, hold, not, hold on, hold, hold on. Let me yeah. just say this. Uh -huh. Just to give this a little bit more weight of how ridiculous it is that somebody would do that, that a drag queen would do that, <laughs> where a drag queen's, the name of the game in drag is cultural appropriation. Yes, and to that, to, sorry, go ahead. That's just ridiculous. No, you're absolutely right. But, oh, go ahead, Wando. You were saying something. No, I was just going to say, you know, I, I don't know. Fantasy. I mean, st just stick with what works. And these three old ladies uh, have worked for <laughs> you know, how many years have we been doing this? It really bothered me that, you know, Lady Bunny did it. And I don't know Coco Peru, but Lady Bunny knows us. She's been on this show before. And when, you know, when I wrote this rant about it, and she said, Madge, I had no idea that, you know, that what this company was like. Or, I, you know, I, I didn't know that this this is, was your thing that they ripped off. But at the same time, you know, and, and, she, and I said, you know, Lady Bunny, you're right. Because if you knew about this company, I guarantee you wouldn't have done it. You would not have appeared on the show. But at the same time, it's like, didn't you think that was a little bit odd, you know? But anyway, um, the other thing that really bothers me is that there's people that listen to the show, that are fans of the show, who work for that company and produce those shows. So it's really, it's really kind of personal. Yeah, and I'm mm. sure that these people will deny it, even though they're directly in the line of production. These are people I've known since day one. People that right. have contributed to my show, people that have helped me personally and professionally. And more, more so, I've helped them professionally quite a bit. And to see this, and then the, 
Uh, it's 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 kind of a betrayal, and I don't like it. Well, much. I will say that living in Hollywood, this is just kind of standard operating procedure. Shit like this happens all well, the time, but it still doesn't take the sting <laughs> out of it when it does happen. Yeah. I mean, for instance, I mean, because, you know, with me, everything goes back to Big Brother, but ABC tried to launch a uh, reality show called glass uh, the, glass, the Glass House last summer, right? Yeah. And so it was basically the same thing as Big Brother, but a much shittier version of yeah. it. And on top of that, some of the people who were high up in production, like one of the guys, Mike O'Sullivan, who did yeah. all of the challenges, you know, those really creative challenges that they come up with, yeah. um, ended up jumping ship. And it, so a bunch of people, their lawsuit was basically the CBS lawsuit was basically like not only are they stealing the idea but they've gutted our production team in order to do this and then people would say oh well look you know the the comparison that they would make in response is well look uh, Julie Chen has the talk which is a ripoff of ABC's The View and I'm like uh, no it's not the same thing the concept is the same but it's if you took a quarter of the views production team, I would see your point. Yeah. And, and I think that's probably what hurts you the yeah. most that you've yeah. worked with these people. Yeah. Yeah. And that I helped start the company. I mean, they brought on me and about four other podcasters. Then they got rid of us when they decided they needed Procter and Gamble's money and they want goody goody shit. And the, the most pathetic part of this is that they're trying to imitate me with a sanitized version of me who doesn't ever swear, which is just ludicrous. You well, know. and the truth is, I mean, clearly, they're going to throw a lot of money at yeah. something. Somebody's going to get some momentary money, and then it's going to go away it's because there's nothing behind it. There's nothing underneath it. And when people listen yeah. to it, they're not going to want it. Because I guarantee you, all of the people involved, whether it's Lady Bunny or Coco Peru, are going to... This is not their... This is not something they give two shits about, yeah. because I'm sure they're not getting paid any money. And come on, look, look at Lady Bunny. Lady Bunny is the most outspoken drag queen on the planet when it comes to politics she has a lot to say she's very good at you know getting thing points out there that wouldn't otherwise be out there um she's amazing and to have her sit behind this unknown <laughs> fake yeah. madge weinstein as if madge weinstein isn't bad enough is beyond insulting like yeah, well, Lady Bunny could. I mean, she could do. She could yeah, probably. Lady hold Bunny her could own. do it, and that would make sense. But the fact that they're. I mean, it's just like it's so transparent that they just they want the name that they own to run this thing. It's the exact same thing that happened to me. And the only reason I I, I really felt sorry for this Esther person until I found out about the Paul Lynn thing because that was ridiculous. But I actually felt sorry for her because I'm like, you know, I don't really want to like badmouth this person and say bad things because I know what's going to happen, which is they're going to dump her ass. You know, and that's it. Are they making money doing anything? They they're in debt. Yeah, because I would I've just read. imagine at this point it's only a matter of time. It's a it's a so your stocks scam. aren't worth anything. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? Shocking. Yeah. So that was fun. Anyway, don't anyone please please the worst thing. Don't watch the show. Don't contribute. Don't patronize it just so you can make fun of it. We don't need that. We don't care. I, I don't care. I don't speak for these other white ladies. But just, you know, let it fade into oblivion where it belongs. I don't. <laughs> well, it may be. Who knows? It may be good. You never know. Yeah. Well, then I'll sue their ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, I, you 
probably would have grounds for a pretty good lawsuit. I mean, yep. all you had to do is see the oh, images. Oh, let's see. We've uh, got kind of a yep. Weinstein, Goldberg. But you know what the thing is? Yeah. You could have your own Apple-Samsung go, controversy. Go look yeah, why don't you just tie device. them up and... Because I don't want to give them the press. They don't deserve it. The thing well, is, yeah, who is this Putin? I thought you meant... Putin. This is why I was confused when you're like Putin. I'm looking at the chat room. You were like Putin is talking about drag queens and tranny models. And you're like, Madge, what's wrong with drag queens? I'm like, no, this isn't last week. Seriously, I don't understand why Putin would be interested in tranny models when he's trying to, you know, execute gay people in Russia. But it's Putin. Putin. Good and Putin. Putin. I would love some Putin right now. I don't know. In any case... Put it on the Ritz. Layups. Boo-ba-doo-ba-doo. Yeah, Put it on the lips. It's just like, oy vey, smear. But yeah, lawsuit. But the thing is, go to, go to bitesizemedia.com and you'll see what a joke these people are. You can go there now. Because just by going there, not only will you see a bunch of shows you have never heard of and will never heard of, yet have high production values. Because they're all they're trying to do is get money for, from advertisers. And they probably do. But they all the videos play at once so that they can get as many page views as they possibly can. It is ridiculous. Just, wow. Just, are, you, are you going there? Oh, you want me to actually go there? I, well, they it'll probably kill the idea. Skype connection. I got, but I mean, just, just to stole. see these six videos start rolling right away. I mean... <laughs> just is so it bitesizemedia.tv? I think so. Bitesizenetworks.com Right size, hold on, networks. Yeah. It's just awful. It's really awful. And the other thing Five, is... four, three, and... The other thing is that Lady Bunny thing... Oh, or, my God, they really do? You go to the webpage and six things start playing. Yeah, I'm telling you. This it, is crazy. Because they're so desperate for page views. It's, it's absolutely pathetic. And even Adam Curry left this venture years ago. And I mean, he's like the ultimate shyster. That's how bad this guy who runs it now is. You know. I mean, this is really bad. It is bad. It's this is really bad. It's, the, it's like the uh, this is like the the shitter of the internet. This is the internet's asshole right there. You're looking at it. That's My the New Jersey of the you, internet. When you go over links, there's like a giant hand. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> It's very, like very nice. And the thing yes. is, the, the other thing is, like, about getting upset about this drag queen thing is, it's it's still a pilot. It's, it hasn't even gotten, you know, gotten bought by this shitty network to be on one of the six videos. You know, it's ridiculous. It's. Am ridiculous. I looking at the same thing? Is it bitesizemedia.tv? I love. Let's give them as many. No, bitesizenetworks.com. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, are you, are you watching though. porn or something? Five, four, three. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And they bought, like, this really expensive studio at the W Hotel in Hollywood. Like, that's where they're filming this stuff. Uh, it's ridiculous. Anyway. Here's the thing with podcasting, with the art form of podcasting. It's like, if you try to do something too slick in that medium, yeah. it's just a giant fucking fail, because that's not what the medium is. If people wanted to see shit like that, they would just turn on their television. That's where they get content like that. Guess what? Right. I don't need to see bite-sized 
entertainment network because I'll watch Entertainment Tonight right. or TMZ. I don't care to watch that shit here. I, they don't. And these people have no it. idea how to get an audience anyway. They don't even have the expertise that television producers have that know how to get an audience. They don't even have that. They're just like getting, they're just like putting crap out there so they can sell ads. It's just completely unethical. I, allegedly. I will say, I mean, it really is. If you're if you're expecting to make a commercial success podcasting, you're you're really fucked in the head. Or you're what's his face, Adam Carolla. He's the only one I know that's made a decent chunk of change. Well, well yeah, look. I mean, that would be somebody who has an established personality who's already, you know, like somebody who already has a media presence that look, can turn that into money. Look, the chat room is funny. Somebody, uh, an anonymous you streamer wrote, I heart Reagan. UT Cooper, I don't know who that is, wrote, I love Reagan too. No, I, well, that's, that's Reagan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Curry has 30,000 Twitter followers. I have more Twitter followers than Adam Curry. Oh my God, that's pathetic. Should I just like... No. I'm going to just send him a message and tell him I have more Twitter followers than you. So, no, STFU. No, just follow him. That's all you need to do. It'll take oh, care Christina of Oh, so. Christina Curry? Is that his daughter? Yes. Oh, she's cute. She is. She oh, is. yeah. She's really my beautiful. My story. Do you remember my favorite Adam Curry story was when he sent me pictures of his wife, Topless. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. That was actually a picture of him. <laughs> he is such a fucking I, I always felt like he had a tranny fetish. He does. Did. And he is still using, I mean, this is how you have to go to his Twitter because Twitter. I'm going to say this and you're not going to believe it. Okay. So the background photo the is the photo that he used where he's the pod father. Oh, no. When, when, when iTunes first started carrying podcasts. Oh, my God. I'm and like, yeah. there, he has a an iPod, like third generation iPod, <laughs> like before there was an iPhone iPod as an Amulet. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. He can't even update his little his little background in three years or whatever from from his Twitter sheet. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> By the way, I would like to ask the audience and you all a question. But what what do you think could bring podcasting? Like what? Do you see any sort of business model out there that's possible that could <laughs> reinvigorate? On, I mean, this has been, no. I'm not talking about making money. I'm talking about a way to promote podcasts outside of iTunes. I'm, I'm, the, my interest here is just, I still, as I was when iTunes first came out, or iTunes Music with podcasts, I don't like the idea that they get to decide what's hot and what's not in podcasting. Mm -hmm. And most everything that they put on their front page is commercial crap. So right. my question is, you remember is what was what the name of do? The, what was the name of the directory site that we all used before iTunes? Oh, uh, go vote on Podcast Alley. Well, Nevio bought them, but it was also um, that audio.weblogs.com. But when it was just a list of the latest podcasts, that one. I don't know. I don't know. It would be nice if there was, you know, something that somehow you opted into a system that just. I mean, there know, are had such algorithms things. built in to show you this is the most yeah. you know, downloaded podcast in this category, or this is, you know, I don't know, something more egalitarian and. Uh, there, there are such. I mean, source. like there's there's these other networks, like uh, what's the one you're on, Podcastic or something, Reagan. Oh, Podomatic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are networks out there that's that radio, Stitcher Radio, you know, but none of them seem to have hit that threshold of. 
you know, being able to be anywhere near iTunes in terms of visibility. And I'm just and this, wondering and this is if what, there's you know, such a thing. I, I want to just say this about a podcast audience because I've really um, – I want to say come full circle on this issue, but I don't think that's the appropriate use of that idiom. Uh, so when tape. I first started podcasting, one of the things that made it hard for me to stop was I built up this audience of several thousand people, and I didn't want to let that go. Right. And then finally, when I was like, I cannot podcast anymore, after I did the television show where I was like, I don't want to put all my personal right. junk out there in the universe. Um, right. And when I decided to come back, I really, really came to appreciate that it's like, I really don't care about the size of my audience anymore. Yeah. It, it really is about the quality of an audience. And that's yeah. why it's important for me to have people respond when we do eat this hot show in comments or when I do Holly weird, which but the is thing nice. is Reagan, the thing is Reagan, you have an audience and a lot of people out there have like two people that listen to their shows. They need an audience. They don't have it. You well, know, I, I, be, I do believe that if you are good at what you do... But that presumes, too, that somebody follow. wants more... Than, and I'm being sort of hyperbolic, but that presumes that that person wants more than two members listening. Because I think yeah. there really is something... I mean, and it's easy to say, I guess, from the other side of the, the equation, but I feel like there, there are a lot of people that sort of, in since the beginning, have just been pleased to have a small community even but a small you know. community is fine but you have but everybody wants an audience maybe not everybody but that's why people do it even if it's a dozen people or right. even six people but everybody needs an audience and the thing is with the internet you have people all over the world the weirdest and this is probably the reason why i'm able to have an audience is because the weirdest fringiest thing is going to have people that identify with it and all i'm interested in is bringing those people who are interested in this weird shit together with the weird shit, you know, with that, because you're not going to know about it. Oh, I'm into sniffing, you know, dirty toenails from bears. <laughs> you're not going to type that in. Well, are there really, any podcasts? What you have to do is create something that does not provide a huge audience in the sense that, I mean, the biggest problem with Apple, I think, mm -hmm. is that it had, you know, if you're going to play in that system, you're going to, you're not going to be really weird and fringy, right? Because there's no incentive for you. So, yeah. you know, sadly, the things that, that you really spearheaded and that you know we all sort of used back in the day um what was the name what, what did we call it prolapse uh, prolapse.org couponer 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 things yeah. like that where and that could you know, have been fine i just i i couldn't i couldn't do it so i let it go well yeah you, i mean you're one person I'm you can't do everything. Pretty fat though, but, but see, you now have I the size have, of two. But now I'm getting skills to pay the bills, so maybe you now I can this, do that. What do you want? You should go work after after you go get done with the school. You should go work at the artificial power plant. Plant. No, I'm going to go to the art. I'm going to go to the concentration camp. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> should we start wrapping up? Yeah, it's been way too long. Eighty minutes. We went way. Oh over. my I know, lord! But it's, you know what? It's a good conversation. I think because yeah. we didn't get to talk to each other last week because we yeah. are actually because it was Labor Day. Friends with one another because it was Labor you gotta Day. Gotta have friends. We're friends. You know what I've noticed in the internet age? My best friends are the ones I don't ever have to see in real life. <laughs> Isn't that I you never get tired of people. It's so true, though. I mean, really, I feel the closest to the people that I don't see. Because, well, don't well that's why, you know, see, this is what I've learned about myself. I am a huge introvert and I never wanted to admit it. Yeah. And a 
in a an outlet like podcasting allows the introverted to be introverts and still have a social life. Are you an no, introvert, Reagan? True, yeah. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I uh no, I think I'm an well, it depends on the situation. I don't like I would rather have five close friends that okay. I have here's a good relationships test. with them then go ahead ask Thanks. so here's a good test it's it's the weekend you have two options you you either want to book yourself like crazy to be out and about or you want to like hibernate and like sit on your couch and read weird books or look at weird movies Duh. well now all i want to do is sit at home with my boyfriend i mean that's i'm definitely I, in that hibernation stage i am but for my whole life i've been a number two as wanda has there's a big difference <laughs> The introvert, you know, it, that's there's no there's no decision to be made. I mean, you know, it's not like you have to think. It's like the introvert me would say, of course, I'd rather be home. But the only reason I go out and socialize is because I feel like I have to for whatever reason, whether it's because of some sort of group. Well, because you I'm know, in. it's not healthy. Yeah, of course. But but my my well, and a lot of gay social bonding takes place in bars and yeah. environments like uh, that, right. and it's right. I think it's important for all three of us yes. to be connected to that community, yeah, but I like what I like talking about introversion because I want there's been some good stuff on the internet about it. I imagine Wanda's seen it too, and that's why she's mentioning it, but um. You know, introverts, like, there's so much pressure in society, I feel like. And this school I'm going to is totally an example of this. Because everything they do, it's all about socializing. You have to high-five. You have to have improv. You have to interact. You have to share your feelings. All this fucking bullshit. It's like, there's this underlying idea that being an extrovert is better than being an introvert. Like, you're a better person if you're extroverted. And I think it's just two different kinds of people. You know when you go into those places, like a restaurant or something, where they're or this happens whenever I go to, what's the place where you get the, not the slushies, but the frozen... 7-Eleven? Uh, no, not 7-Eleven. <laughs> the it frozen has, yogurt? Dairy no, Queen? No, 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 no. Jamba Juice. Like, when you go ah, into Jamba smoothies. Juice, smoothies. and there's so much going on, and they're like, hey, how's it going? And then everyone's uh, like, hey, how's it going? Uh, and then they scream at them, and then you order something, and they all clap, and that uh, makes me feel wildly uh, uncomfortable i hate i actually uh, one of my favorite places to go for lunch is a restaurant called mendocino farm and if you live in la or southern california you have to go to this place best sandwiches i've ever had but they are so they're so aggressively nice it drives me bonkers and i've actually docked them a a star on my yelp review for the aggressive niceness (laughs) Well, I will tell you, I was sitting in a, in a at a great clips getting my hair cut this weekend, and the person wanted to talk to me, and I, it took everything I had not to be like, could you please shut up? I just want my hair cut. The worst, oh, is, yeah. the worst is when they learn your name at Starbucks. Hi, Madge. Oh, uh, die. How about die? How about you die? Yeah, I don't like that, and oh, I don't like God. a I don't like a server who is too. You know, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah. You're, because they don't care. I, I'm not here for the conversation with you. Like, just, and I know well, that and sounds there's a very... difference. You know, to be fair, like, there's a difference between a real conversation and a, you know, that one. And that's right. what it just drives me nuts. Cause I'm like, do you really care? I don't think you do. I think you're getting points. And of course, it's not their fault any more than it's the soldier's fault for not having any other options. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, they're not doing that because they want to. They're doing that because they're forced to by some dumbass man at Kellogg School of business graduate yeah, they're afraid it's, that it's, i'm gonna like quiz or that i'm gonna be like a secret shopper and yes. get fired somebody well, told me a, that 
there's a, con- a concept from communication research that's very interesting that describes this phenomenon called emotional labor or emotion labor. And yeah. emotion labor is basically when you get paid not just for the task that you're performing, but uh-huh. also to perform a certain emotion. So uh-huh. there's like positive emotion labor, which would be a customer service job. But, but there's also negative emotion labor, which would be um, like tr- being an asshole is part of your it's, job. It's, like pro- if you it's are it's a emotional prostitution. I, did you notice I started the theme song? Oh, you, oh, oh good. <laughs> yeah, that means we're leaving. Do a Google image search for hemorrhoids. One. I played the wrong goddamn mix again. This is the earliest mix before we got the real mix. Goodbye. What is that? This was the first version of our theme song. Seriously. It was? Yeah. By uh, B. Jason. Oh, yes. Anyway, say goodbye, white ladies. Bye. 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 Shalom. Shekin Pavaka Shah. Happy New Year.